Welcome to Know Your Audience, a marketing mini cast that explores how really knowing an audience can unlock greater insight and opportunity. I'm Dr. James Pikeway, and for over 20 years, I've been teaching students at Zide University how by better understanding the process of communication, they can become better content creators. And I'm a content creator myself who puts theory to practice in micro events, through my podcasts, and on my YouTube channel. And I'm Paul Kelly, founder and managing partner of DA. We help marketing leaders better understand and connect with consumers in the Arab world. DA has developed a new standard of AI-driven technology called Scylla that can understand and analyze Arabic dialects. I've been living in Dubai since 2004 and have been with DA since 2010. In this series, we're going to give you bite-sized pieces of insight on how to build an audience-first strategy. We will be exploring the not-so-common-sense notion of what an audience is right through to measurement of that audience, and in the end, you will be better equipped to build a sustainable brand and bring it to market. We'll be taking you through the process 10 minutes at a time, short, sharp, insight-driven conversation from everything I've learned at DA and everything James has learned through his prolific content creation, curation, and academic pursuits. This is the first series of many, where we'll share our insights that will help you in your thinking about marketing and the audience challenges that you face. Please reach out to us in any of the ways listed in the description of each episode with any feedback, questions, or comments that you might have. So let's begin. In this episode, we're talking basics and what audience first means and why digital today might actually be overloading us with information and blinding us to the simple understanding of our customers. Paul, I want to kick off our conversation with what is this idea of an audience first strategy really all about? Really audience first the clues in the name without being facetious or anything at all. It, it, it is about looking at what an audience is, what they mean, and how we can better reach those from any kind of perspective. This could be a brand, a product, could be a piece of content, it could be the, the music that I create, it could be anything. And it's about understanding who's going to consume what it is that I'm making and being able to better reach them through just being smarter about who they are and what they do and what they're into and what their preferences are. You know, that's it in a really simple nutshell. Haven't we always been dealing with an audience for a strategy? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> probably for the longest time. And I think a lot of marketers particularly have lost the way with a significant amount of data that comes through, for example, from various digital sources. I think the advent of digital has democratized the way content is distributed to an extent that I don't think could have been even imagined um, in the previous five years. So you're sort of looking at these five-year windows. You know, Facebook's been around since the mid-2000s, for example, but look at its product offering now compared to then. So that that democratization of, of, of content that's been brought about by digital has been, I think, great because it allows us to reach much bigger audiences than previously ever imagined. But it also streams data back to us about what the audience is liking and what they're into. And then also the platforms themselves tend to sort of tell us, you know, particularly from a marketing perspective, if I'm talking about sort of product marketing or, or brand marketing, where they sort of talk about people's attention and, and how the product needs to, you know, brand name needs to appear in the first five seconds or three seconds or two seconds, that type of thing. And, and all of this data comes at us. And I think what's happened in the last 10 to 15 years is, has been a slow erosion of knowing who it is we're talking to and then layering that data with our own research data and all those sorts of things create so many data points that sometimes we miss that and I think if you think back to the early advent of, of particular media platforms like radio tv um, and the specializations that different tv channels radio stations brought with them 
they inherently understood who their audience were and would create content and stories and programs that, that sort of suited what that audience's interests were. We've lost that to a certain degree. We have a lot more power at our hands. So if we understand the data a lot better and if we simplify that data and really take a step back, then it can be so much more powerful. But it's been lost somewhere. It just gets fuzzy with that flow of constant set of numbers. And data is great, but data data is for observation. And no matter how smart an AI is, it's helping you observe. Insight comes from data. And that's the important thing that's missing. That's the human layer that's often missing from data. And when we follow it too blindly, we get too far down rabbit holes where performance of how an ad performs, which is obviously really important, but how that ad's made to begin with needs a lot more thought about who's going to consume it, which will then improve effectiveness and all those sorts of things, rather than just blindly following, oh, I need to put my logo in the first 1.5 seconds of a video. So yeah, to circle right back to that question, we, we do know, have always done it, but I think it's sort of been obfuscated over the last while by this just torrent and stream of data. So through this series of conversations that you and I are going to have, we are going to help marketers. We're going to help data analysts. We're going to help those folks who are trying to bring attention to their product make better sense of what the audience today is thinking, saying, and doing. Yeah. What we really want people to do is take a step back, look at their data in a different way, think about those core principles of marketing which haven't changed. I'm not here to say that the four Ps, which is the famous you know, um, price, product, place, promotion, the four Ps of marketing has been around since 67, since McCarthy's basic marketing. That hasn't changed. That's still the core driver of marketing success. But it's what happens within those four Ps that really has changed and it's what how we then get better placement or better promotion or how we can refine our products better to reach those audiences and and i'm sort of not here to say i think and certainly our conversations are around this that we're not there's no there's no fundamental that changes with this it's just more the thinking that has to go into that that's, that's altering so hopefully the tools will come through that you need to better be able to respond to these changes there we go so what is this series all about? Taking the four P's, price, product, placement, and promotion, and creating a better understanding of what has changed inside them when we talk about consumers today. Our goal is simple, to give you the tools to better respond to the changes happening around us. You can get in touch with me across the socials at the JamesCast or james at thejamescast.com. And get in touch with me, Paul, through d-a.co, that's DA's website, or otherwise email me directly at paul.kelly at d-a.co. Thanks for listening. Know your audience. Audience first for the digital generation.